You were created for more, and this show is meant to inspire and equip you with the tools you need to help you live on purpose. This is the podcast that keeps it real and highlights amazing business owners and impact makers so that you get your fire ignited and take your greatness out into the world. If you've got big dreams and know you were created for more, this is the place to be, and I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the Created For More podcast. All right, you know that this podcast is obviously called Created For More and is all about you listening to that whisper inside or that in-your-face wake-up call that is wanting you to let go of all of the things holding you back from being and doing exactly what you were created for. And I'm a huge fan of those big, wild, crazy dreams coming to life, coming to to reality, and you stepping into that amazing woman that you are and sharing your gifts with the world. It's what I'm all about, right? And I I help women with it by... um, in different avenues, right? A lot of times you guys are business owners. So we d- dive into visibility and we set goals and we have strategy plans and all the things, but it really is going to come down to just you as a woman. And that's exactly what I want to do to empower you to, to be, right? You already know this if you've been listening. If you're new, welcome. That's a little bit of what I love to do. Today's guest was like a soul sister. She is on the same mission. She is doing this such beautiful work, um, helping women just do that exact thing. And she, she was, it was just amazing to talk with her today. We talked a lot about self-doubts and I just had a conversation with a friend about self-doubts. Um, in fact, it actually has been coming up a lot lately. One of the biggest things that I was afraid of was taking up space, right? So most of my 20 years in online business has been supporting other business owners in their business at different capacities, which is who I am. I am a, I have a servant heart. I want to help people. I want to see them succeed. That's what I love doing. Um, and now the past few years, as I've Also transitioned to my own work, the podcast, my own visibility, my message. I keep expanding into my next level, um, you know, just the next best version of me. I have this feeling like I still have to dim my light a little bit. And what I have been reframing that to lately is that it's okay for me to take up space. It's safe for me to take up space. And I can still create space for other people to shine. In fact, when I am shining my bright light the way that I meant to, the what I, how I was created to, it's only going to attract you and inspire you to come shine bright with me. And that's safe. That's okay for me to do. So that has been my reframe about one of my biggest self-doubt stories. And so I hope as you're listening to today's episode, you're probably going to hear a few of your own self-doubt stories. And I invite you to find that reframe, find that confidence inside of you that says, it's okay for me to not believe into that story and instead start to believe into the, the true story, right? 
And if you need help with that, reach out to me on Instagram. I'd love to help you. But let's get into our the conversation I have with JJ. So two-time award-winning author JJ DeGeronimo helps women raise their frequencies and empower their future impact through tried and tested strategies, mindfulness, and energetic practices. Formerly a leading woman in the tech industry, she now passionately strives to help women gain more seats at more tables by sharing the key findings that have helped her and countless others illuminate a path forward. Featured in publications such as Forbes, Wall Street Journal, Thrive Global, JJ is regularly an invited speaker for events and conferences. Her work includes three books, two podcasts, two global online communities, and in-person experiences. You can learn more about JJ with all of her links below, website, social handles, and before you do that, come and get to know her live and in person as we have this beautiful conversation. Hey, JJ. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. This is um, an exciting episode for so many reasons, Um, but I think one of the biggest reasons is because we get to just spend some time connecting and inspiring women to get their life together to and create what they want in their life. And that's just such a powerful thing. Um, and I love meeting other people who are doing that work in the world too. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a journey. I have to go through the journey first before I can share it. I'm a oh, three yeah. in human design. So I feel like I try to bring back the best practices that I've gathered that others could benefit from. Yes. Well, and that's, we're all on that journey, right? Like some of us are fighting the journey. And I always try to remind people like, yes, hold on to that big vision and those goals. But the journey is actually the beautiful part that we don't recognize maybe until it's done. And we're finally breathing and (laughs) we can look back. But man, like, without the journeys of life, I don't know that I would be as happy and peaceful as I am. Yeah, it's taken me some time, if I was really honest. You know, I feel like there was so many times it was grinding, 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 trying to get there. And I can't even tell you exactly where there was, but I was like, I got to get there. I got to get there. And um, created a lot of stress, a lot of need to really kind of deliver at a much higher percentage that I probably had to. And it kept me, you know, really hustling. And I, looking back, I wish I had a little bit more inner peace back in my twenties and thirties and even my early forties. Totally get that. I feel like I was like that in my twenties, like just early twenties, just go, go, go. Yes. To everything. I mean, that's in my nature. My human design is a two, five. So I don't know too much about it, but I know that it tells me like, you just want everyone to like you. So you say yes and, and make them happy. And sometimes I forget how to make myself happy. Um, but then I got rheumatoid arthritis and I was like forced on this new journey to discover that inner peace and, and really just what I want to do in life. That's amazing that that's what you took from it. Because so many people get sick and they're like, 
you know, they're not really looking into the lesson. They're not looking into the message. So the fact that you did that is so awesome. And I'd be happy to share my human design expert with you, Beckett. Um, I always feel like it's so great. I I love, love working with energy practitioners and light workers because I feel like they give me insight that I might know about or that I may be familiar with. But honestly, it just gives me even more confidence in the work I'm supposed to be doing. I agree with that. I love all of the different personality testing and the design of who we are. And you're right. Like, I feel like I know it. And especially when I hear it from somebody else, I'm like, oh, that's why I am the way I am. But then I get to use it. And, you know, that's how we all should receive that information is how do you use it to then be your best self in all Mm. that you do? You know, those are your gifts, like the person that you are how you were designed to be is exactly who you're supposed to be. And that's what we get to talk about a little bit today too. Yes, yes, yes. And just kind of like a preview, not things that, but I learned, I I use astrology a lot. I use astrology a lot. And I actually spent much of COVID learning the birth chart because I got so much benefit from my birth chart. It gave me permission to kind of lean into what was calling me mm. by looking at sort of where was the astrological landscape when I came onto the planet. And so I really wanted to learn that to share that with other women. And I've done probably about 50 readings or so for friends and family and women I work with. And I think the most amazing thing is it's like, ah, like, yes, that is true. That is what I love to do. Because I think as women, we forget what we really love to do, or we, yes. we kind of know, but we schedule it out and seeing it in black and white is so magical. Yep. I agree. Um, I want to know more about maybe just what you've learned on the journey and through some of your studying and what you teach, just this idea of raising our energy. Cause I know we hear it sometimes. I feel like it's, it's not, um, in the past, it was like a, a taboo or, you know, that woo woo feeling, but now I feel like people are starting to get it. They're, they're being more mindful or they're, they're at least being introduced to it uh, when they maybe haven't before. So I like to get into the strategy and like the actual how to, because I think that's what makes it work. So how do you help people with that? So this is something that I really wasn't aware of myself. I just go back maybe 15 years and I was in the wrong job. I had super young kids. I, I was here in a city that I didn't have a lot of family. I left a city I loved. And I didn't really realize that over time, over a matter of 18, 24 months, I was like swimming in a mud puddle and I didn't even realize it. All I knew is like, I didn't feel myself. I I was kind of like, oh, every day it just was like a drag. And, you know, over time I started kind of meeting people at work and asking them like, how do you keep everything going? What's working for you? What's working for you? And little by little, I got little nuggets from women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I really started just capturing all that information. And over time, I sort of realized that I was kind of a practicing polluter. I was saying really <laughs> negative stuff to myself. <laughs> I was saying really negative stuff to myself. I was saying negative things in my head about other people, yeah. like little things mm-hmm. like I'd go to the office and there'd be no coffee. And I'm like, who the hell did not fill up the coffee? <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? But like that energy was with me all the time. And I just could not get out of my own way. And, you know, I feel like it was one day I was listening to myself talk on a phone call. And I was like, who are you? This isn't even like who you are. Like, what is going on? 
And I feel like that was kind of the beginning of my awareness of energy. And that was way back in like 2010, 11, 12. And like fast forward now, I do so much work on frequency and energy and raising your energy. And I would say that it really comes down to three things for me. The first thing is how I talk to myself. You know, so many of us have so many great ideas and we want to do things, but as soon as we say them to other people or to ourselves, we always kind of follow it with why it's not going to work, right? I don't, have, I don't have enough money. Who am I? Who do I think I am? People are going to think I'm silly. They're going to, I'm going to be embarrassed. It could fail. Mm. I mean, just the list goes on and on. In my third book, Seeking, mm. I list out all the challenges that people have shared with me of why they don't start something. And so I really think you need to check in with one, how do you talk to yourself? And some of us don't even know how we're talking to ourselves because we're not in the present moment, which we can talk about a little bit later. And we'll go yeah. into that. Sure. Number two is like, what do you watch? What are you watching oh. every day? Right. What is the energy associated to what you watch? Ooh, right? Are you watching good. things that are <laughs> dragging you down or is it yeah. muck and fuck and people are fighting and screaming at each other and throwing tables? Are you watching the news on a regular basis? Are you watching things that are like scaring the crap out of you? Like um, investigation shows. So what do you watch? What do you listen to? And how do you communicate and who do you communicate with on a regular basis? So I think doing some self-monitoring of where you are on the spectrum, totally. frequency is an, is like a level, an energy. Like uh, FM radio is frequency modulation. So are you like resonating at 57.5, 82.4, 94.7, 102.7? It doesn't really matter where you are, but you need to self-assess where you are and determine if that is working for you. I like it. I like it. I never, well, I guess I did in hindsight. No, I stopped watching the news years ago um, because it just didn't make me happy. And I like to feel happy. Sometimes I hear that I'm too happy or I'm in la la land. And I'm just like, well, I like it here because the frequency is high. Right. And I can feel things. I can hear myself think clearer. I'm happier. And because of that, I'm able to love other people better. I'm able to give that compassion that is my natural gift. And when I'm in the muck of things or I have like all of this intensity around me, I actually feel and take on a lot of energy. I've had to learn to navigate that. But you're you're so right is knowing what you're listening to, what you're feeding into your mind and ears and it it matters. Mm, it does. It does. And you've probably seen since you've kind of made small shifts that, you know, yes, there will be people that'll say things to you, but honestly, that's usually because you're shifting. If people are saying like, oh, you're a different person or we don't even know who you uh -huh. are anymore. Honestly, take it as a compliment. Be like, this is great because things are happening for me. I'm starting to shift and you'll find over time, like you'll shift into frequencies that you are excited about, that you want to be part of. Because really, at the end of the day, you attract where you are. What I've learned through all my research is that the work starts within. Oh, no yeah. title, no salary, no mate is going to make you feel better about yourself. Only you can do that. A hundred percent. I love it. So you started, you talk a lot about that in your book, Seeking, which um, will be in the show notes and is going to light you up from the inside out because it's talking about all of this, right? And how to actually step into this new person, not even a new person, right? It's who you are 
you just sometimes we lose ourselves a little bit along the way society and and work and kids and just we're pulled in all of these different directions and we give and give and give until we're like wait where did I go and then we go on this journey to to find her again and man is it powerful it is it is and I call it seeking because I don't feel like there's any end point really and that I share not only ways to raise your frequency but to really sidestep that self-doubt because mm-hmm. I have spoken at thousands of women's events um, over the last 15 years. I've been so blessed to be invited to join so many women's organizations, leadership groups, uh, initiations, ERG groups. And I'll tell you that you can share all the strategies to get promoted or to get on the board. But what I have learned is that for many of us, it all starts with us. So if we're telling ourselves, I'm not ready, there's no way, who do I think I am? You know, people are going to think, that I'm not prepared or it's not my time. That is the first blocker for many women. And I'm a big believer that we need more women at more tables. So I want to hit the self-doubt head on. So I talk a lot about, and I gather all these stories from women in the self-doubts that really kind of anchor them into a holding position. Mm -hmm. But then I talk about the strategies to not only raise your frequency, but align with your life's work. Because so many of us see glimpses and whispers and kind of road signs of what we are supposed to be doing. But sometimes we're so busy in our head, planning and designing and reflecting that we don't see it. Girl, I know that sizzle inside. And I just want to like spark it up for so many women because it's, it's there for a reason. And yeah, we quiet it down for the sake of everybody else and everything else. But that's really where you're going to give the most to the world and all of those people and things that you care about will just be enhanced when you are becoming this, this being that's just like so powerful. Mm. Yeah. And it really is stepping into yourself. I think that's really what it is. And it took me a long time to do that. I mean, like for, for many people, I am interview, you know, things start to fall apart for you. And you're like, what is going on in my life? Why are things not gelling? And in reality, it is your time. It's your time to decide where do you want to spend your time? It's your time to decide, are you going to pick yourself? And I will say through all my research, through all the work that I've done is that you are the only person that can make time for your whispers. Yes, yes, yes. I think on my podcast episode, I even say something along that line of Um, It could be a subtle whisper or a in your face, like wake up call, but either way, listen to it. (laughs) Yes. And you'll see when you get the book that it's like, there's just so much that I think you'll resonate with because you two are at the point where it's ready to crack open for you. Totally. I have already felt it. And it's, and I like how you said it's seeking because it's a, it's an ever lasting thing, right? I, I always say, you know, as long as you're breathing on this beautiful green earth, you've got some work to do. You've got some growth to happen. And, yeah. and that's the journey. It's, and it's all the beautiful part of it. I was talking to a friend um, the other day and we were talking about some big goals that we have. And it's like these visions of just retreats with women and how we want to bring them together. And I hosted a virtual retreat last week and it was both amazing and 
could have been better, but that's everything, right? And so instead of running from it, like I used to do, I just embraced it all, all the lessons. Um, and it was, you know, such an, a wonderful event. And so she's gearing up for one of her own, but it's like holding on to that vision and then all the self-doubts that come along with it. Like, I, so this was my point. I was sharing with her how right now, as I'm growing into a new level, I have these constant pep talks that I have to give myself in order to expand into that level, which is, I feel like it's okay because I am giving those to myself. And I'm so excited for that to just be who, like how I show up and I don't need the pep talks. I'm sure I'll need a different kind of pep talk then, but it's like, how do you sidestep these self-doubts, right? Because they're still going to show up and bubble up that it's your choice to continue down that path to, to your own greatness, no matter what. Yeah. I love that because I, I had similar, I have retreats too. I just, I've had nine in-person retreats and I talk a lot about just getting it off the ground. It took me two years because I just didn't believe I was the person to do it. I get these whispers that I'm like, ah, uh, are you sure you have the right person? That's definitely not me. <laughs> And I've had them throughout my life and it takes me years to manifest them mostly because I doubt myself so much. And even I'll share, I share in the book seeking, like the day people were arriving, they're walking into the house and hosting the event. And I am beating the crap out of myself verbally in my head. Like this is never going to work. People are going to hate it. They think they spent too much money. What am I, who am I to have them here? Like, and I really have to intercept it and be like, I got it. Thank you so much for your Thank concern, you. ego, but I got it. I got it. And whatever is supposed to be is supposed to be. And I've had to learn to do my own like physical interception. I throw my hand up, I clap, I snap, you know, just to kind of get myself out of that talk track, which we all have, all of us. Yep. And most of us listen to it on a regular basis. And if you don't, learn about being mindful and allowing you to create space between yourself and that inner voice, that voice that <laughs> nags at you with always pretty much not positive things. Right. Um, sometimes it's like running you into the ground. Sure is. All right. I got chills on that last point there. Um, I, I'm loving this. I think everybody should check this book out um, just for that, that inner spark like I was saying to to start the journey and have some answers to the questions that you've probably been asking yourself in quiet and that's again that's everybody right like I love big wild and crazy dreams I say that all the time like the wilder the better because it means that it's been bubbling up inside and when it's shared out loud at least when I hear it I just like am yes let's that's it like all of these all of these other things that we're going after because they seem like uh I don't know acceptable I guess to the eye of whoever's watching those are not the goals that you or the dreams that you should necessarily be creating. It's those secret ones that you just feel like are too crazy to tell anybody out loud, or they seem too big. You don't even know where to start, but man, when you say it out loud and then you can get this plan 
and start to take this action towards it, even if it takes two years, right? When it happens, man, I like cry happy tears. I have done this so many times in my life because I was no longer okay with mediocre. And anytime that I'm like in a moment of, wow, like this is what I dreamed of. This is what I prayed for. This is what I've worked mm-hmm. so hard for. Ugh. I know, but I still have doubts in those moments. Like even when it's manifesting and I'm like, I have holy crap moments, like, holy crap, is this going to work? Who do I think I am? Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. And yes, we can all pick out the 10 things that didn't work, but you know what? If you give people the opportunity to connect, to feel, to think a little bit differently, like amen to that. Mm -hmm. I agree. I always share the story of when um, I wanted to like travel with my family in our motor in a motorhome someday. Uh, and yeah. we had a small trailer. We would go camping here and there, like, um, you know, weekend trips and things like that. But when COVID hit and everybody was home, I was like, let's go. We traded it or we sold that trailer, bought the motorhome, and we went like on road trips wherever, you know, like doing what we wanted to do, working, schooling. And I remember like when we took off, I just sat in tears in the back of the motorhome. Like it happened, like, oh, I'm going to cry right now. Sorry. I didn't expect that. Um, yeah. Those moments of like, we did it, you know? And yeah, it was hard and all the self doubts and should we invest in that? And should we like leave our home and are we going to be okay? Are we going to like, I don't know, go to like a bat, all of the things still come up, but like, man, like, that was the most incredible experience. One of them, you know, because again, like through the self-doubts, push yourself, keep going, don't give up, pep talk yourself through it if you've got to, which you probably will have to, or have a group of people that are doing it with you and do it anyways, do it scared, do it, just do it. Yeah, I think that's such an important mindset because I feel like so many people don't talk about the doubts and they act like when they get to a certain level, they don't have the doubts. Mm. I have not met anybody, you know, that I've brought it up to at any level that doesn't admit at some level they have doubts. I mean, doubts never, ever, ever go away. And if you let them, they will monopolize your life. Totally, totally. I mean, how many older people have you talked to in your lifetime that are like, oh, I wish I would have, or I really always had hope, but why didn't you do it? Well, and they'll have a list of things. I sort of think like, I don't want to be sitting there at 70 or 80 or 90 or hundred being like, I wish I would have, because to me, I just feel like we are here on purpose right now that we have chosen to come down at this time and that none of this is an accident. And I don't want to be sitting here doubting what is possible, which is probably why I have three books, two podcasts and 10, you know, almost 10 retreats. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And still going. And still going. But I feel like I'm always giving myself the grace that it's not going to be perfect. I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I just always say to myself, you have no idea what you're doing, but you're doing something. So just Mm -hmm. embrace the fact that you've gotten up, you got something out there and you're making it happen. And I, I read, and I have a whole chapter on perfectionism because Mm. tied with self-doubt a lot is perfectionism. And there's a lot of women that struggle from perfectionism because They've been sort of taught in an early age that that's when they're praised, when they go above and beyond and they do all this great work and all this nonsense. But in reality, perfectionism 
holds a lot of people back. And because you can't do something new perfectly. How could that be? You're never going to do it perfect if you're doing it new. So give yourself the grace to be like, I'm here just to learn. I'm here just to learn. I'm just going to see what I can do, which Jen Sincero says. Let me just see. I'm just here to learn. I'm just going to see how this manifests and then I'll do it at the next time. And I think if you just start to reposition like the level of impact or what is really happening and what you want out of it, it's going to make it a heck of a lot easier that you're not pressuring yourself to be perfect. Yeah. So good. So good. Hmm. All right, JJ, I don't know about you, but I think that everyone should come and listen to this podcast and then go buy the book and read it and do the work and then come and let us know how it how it's going. (laughs) That would be amazing. And if you're like me, I love short chapters. So all the chapters are like two to four pages. There's tons Mm -hmm. of self-reflection questions. There's a workbook you can download when you buy the book. And I will tell you, a woman just called me this morning and said that she, two women actually this week, one has signed up for a certification to like do some meditation work and start to get into meditation. And the other, after reading the book, just changed jobs after 18 years. So I feel like the book has a frequency that if you're in the market of doing something different or you know something else is calling you, it's a great tool to sort of catalyze and create some momentum about what is calling you. Oh my gosh. I love all of that. And as you're going through this book and you're making these transitions, know that you have women like JJ and myself that are going to support you and cheer you on. I think that's such a crucial part of this because we feel so alone sometimes because we keep it to ourselves and your inner circle, your close people, they might not understand or support you in that way. So you know, reach out to people who do and get that love and support that you need um, just to keep you grounded and focused on where you want to go because transitions are always hard, even when they're the right ones, when they're good, like they're just, they're always going to bring up self-doubt, right? New doubt. And um, so, yeah, just know that you have women that are going to be there cheering you on and we cannot wait to hear what magic happens when you read the book. Mm. AJ, thank well, you I look so forward much. to seeing your book and I'm so excited <laughs> the work that you're doing with women because we need every woman out there that is interested to empower us to get to that next level. The world is working on harmonizing feminine and masculine energy and that can only happen if women step into their whispers. Amen. JJ, thank you so much for your time and your just, yeah, your heart and your work. I'm so appreciative that to meet you, to know you, and I cannot wait to stay in touch. Same. Thank you. Thank you.